This podcast is brought to you by Reynolds & Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Reynolds has turned the page to what's next by making it possible for you to retail anywhere. Discover your next chapter at reyrey.com slash me. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash me. Welcome to Daily Drive for Monday, February 6, 2023. I'm Jamie Butters, executive editor of Automotive News. And I'm Kellen Walker. Today on the show... Nissan and Renault lock in a deal to reshape their alliance. Ford cuts bonuses for top execs after a frustrating year. And the big game is coming up. Stellantis buys Super Bowl ads for Jeep and Ram. Plus, Jay Maxwell with the Costco Auto Program talks about how tight inventory at dealerships has the unit promoting service work. If there's not a vehicle on the shelf to sell, it's kind of hard to sell an empty shelf. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Renault and Nissan have signed a deal to reshape their alliance. Under the agreement announced today in London, Nissan will buy a stake of up to 15% in Renault's electric vehicle business, Ampere. The alliance's junior partner, Mitsubishi Motors, will also consider investing in Ampere. The companies had already announced last month that Renault will reduce its stake in Nissan to 15% from about 43% now. Renault will transfer about 28% of Nissan shares into a French trust, making the two more equal partners in the alliance. Nissan CEO Makoto Uchida tells Bloomberg TV that the deal was made in part to help each company demonstrate its value proposition in their respective markets. We wanted to make an equal partnership in order for us to grow together. That comes from first priority. Renault CEO Luca DeMeo says he hopes all stakeholders will see the deal as an improvement over the company's often contentious past. What we have announced today in terms of business uh, project and opportunity is much bigger than what we have ever done, at least in the last 10 years, from a pure business value creation point of view. And that's the most important thing. The agreement includes new and existing joint ventures. They include several models in South America and India from joint platforms, as well as in Europe, including an electric van called Flex E-Van. In Renault's core region of Europe, the partners will also collaborate on EV charging and recycling. Ford CEO Jim Farley is cutting the percentage used to calculate bonuses for senior leaders, including himself. That comes after Farley admitted to being frustrated by Ford's earnings in the fourth quarter and throughout 2022. In a letter to employees obtained by Automotive News, Farley explained that the company's salaried workforce is scheduled to earn 148% of their bonus targets, largely due to strong operating cash flow and improvements related to service warranties. He says top executives' bonuses are being cut to 90%. Farley says he'll provide additional details about the annual incentive compensation plan for 2023 later this month. A jury has cleared Elon Musk of claims by Tesla investors that he defrauded them when he tweeted in 2018 that he was considering taking the company private. He also tweeted that he had funding secured to make the deal happen. The verdict in San Francisco federal court rejects allegations that the electric car maker's CEO violated securities laws and should pay billions of dollars in damages. The finding is a major vindication for Musk, whose tweets in August of that year got him and Tesla sued by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. The outcome after a three-week trial is a bitter loss for shareholders who sought to recoup trading losses from fluctuations in Tesla shares after Musk posted the messages. 
Musk abandoned the take private plan about two weeks after his initial tweets. And Stellantis is headed back to the Super Bowl after taking last year off. The automaker confirmed today that it will run two 60-second commercials in Sunday's game on Fox, a Jeep ad in the second quarter, and a Ram ad in the fourth quarter. Stellantis last appeared in the 2021 game when it ran a Jeep ad featuring Bruce Springsteen. The spot called The Middle, from the agency donor, sought to take a unifying tone. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, it's what connects us. And we need that connection. We need the middle. It was set in Lebanon, Kansas, described as the exact center of the lower 48, with the geographic center of America used as a metaphor for the political middle ground. Stellantis declined to confirm the agency's handling this year's ads. And those are today's headlines. Jamie, it looks like Renault and Nissan have finally locked in a new deal. How much does this affect North America? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, not a whole lot. It's an important deal for the overall competitive landscape of the global auto industry. Uh, Renault and Nissan combined, you know, are a legit competitor to Toyota or Volkswagen. But for this market, not a whole lot of uh, direct uh, consequences. You know, Renault wants to bring its uh, higher end Alpine brand to North America and they're uh, building up their operations in Mexico. So that's interesting. You know, what also might be interesting is, you know, if this gives Nissan a little more room to run, feel a little more secure in themselves. And of course, it could help Mitsubishi lean on those Nissan products more and add to their offerings in the U.S. It took some time, but it's good that they finally locked in a deal. Coming up, we'll hear from Costco Auto's Jay Maxwell. That's next on Daily Drive. Reynolds & Reynolds recently announced a new logo and brand image to better reflect the company it is today and its vision for the future. Hear what Chris Walsh, president of Reynolds & Reynolds, has to say about Reynolds' rebrand and the next chapter. I think, you know, if you look back, it really started, you know, probably two years ago with a new leadership team in place and the decision to kind of look at how we can be a better company and how we can better serve our customers and how we can help them be more successful. But it's really accelerated the last, you know, 12 months. This is a commitment to a new kind of company in my eyes and a new way of kind of cohabitating in the industry, helping our customers be more successful. And, uh, you know, the marketing side of this is, I mean, it's certainly important to help to have a marketing organization that, you know, kind of takes your messages and makes them concise and, and impactful and, and broadcast that to the world. That's certainly a critical part, you know, of what we're doing, but this is not a marketing program. This is, you know, a company-wide initiative you know, to better serve the industry and to, you know, help us get to the next chapter uh, in automotive. Visit rayray.com slash me to learn more about Reynolds' vision for the future and discover your next chapter. That's reyrey.com slash me. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters with Kellen Walker. For years, retailer Costco's auto program has worked with several automakers to offer incentives on new cars and trucks to Costco members. It has a network of more than 3,000 participating franchise dealerships. The program had been riding high. Members bought more than 775,000 new and used vehicles through the program in 2021, a significant boost from a year earlier. But inventory shortages derailed that progress in 2022. I caught up with Costco Auto's General Manager of Strategic Partnerships, Jay Maxwell, at the NADA show in Dallas. Here's our conversation. 
Jay Maxwell, welcome back to Daily Drive. Thank you very much, Jamie. Pleasure. So it's a new year. Um, how did 2022 end up for Costco Auto? It ended up well. We had uh, um, several bright spots. Uh, our OEM partnerships went uh, very, very well. Uh, we had uh, great offerings from our partners at uh, Chevrolet and Cadillac and Volvo and Audi uh, this year, and we all did very, very well. Uh, we had uh, great engagement with our membership uh, utilizing our parts and service program. We had uh, almost a 25% growth in members requesting our service coupon uh, to go back to our local dealers to get vehicle service. You know, inventory is tough right now, so people are making you know, choices. Do I get a car or do I get my vehicle serviced? And uh, so we saw a nice growth and that kept our members engaged with uh, our dealer network. So uh, you're not announcing another 10% gain in sales this year? <laughs> not yet. We're not, uh, not going to be announcing anything big like that, but we are seeing uh, inventory on the horizon, so we're hoping for good things for 2023. Because that's, that's the thing. I mean, sales, new, new car sales across the whole industry were down 7.9% right. last year, so it, they're just, and it wasn't for lack of demand. Right. And, and we experienced the same thing. We had lots of member engagement coming to us looking to get vehicles, whether it's new or CPO, uh, but just the inventory was not there to support their needs. Mm -hmm. um, so they're coming, but there's just not there. Well, and, and so, you know, for listeners who aren't familiar, you know, Costco is basically, you, you do the negotiating for people. That's um, correct. That it's a no haggle process for them because you've done the haggling. Correct. But if there's nothing to haggle over, yeah, there's if, no business for you. Exactly. If there's <laughs> if there's not a vehicle on the shelf to sell, it's kind of hard to sell an empty shelf. Um, <laughs> we, we we did pivot with uh, with our dealers with starting to take orders, uh, reserve vehicles coming in where where wow. they were available. But that was still you know dealer by dealer, m manufacturer by manufacturer. But uh, we did have uh, quite a few dealers start pivoting to that direction as well, and th and that worked out in in many cases. And you said you leaned into parts and service to try to uh, keep people engaged? Correct, yeah, so we really ramped up our marketing effort to members that we have a, a parts and service coupon, a savings for a member. you've always had parts and service, right? Correct. Yeah, uh, but long it, had. Yeah, we've had it for, I don't know, 10, 12 years, probably a little bit longer now, because mm. as you get a little older, it gets a little blurrier <laughs> uh, time-wise, uh, but we've had it for quite a while. It's, it's a 15% off coupon for service work at our, our participating dealers. And that really gets members' attention, especially when, well, my car's three to five years old. Do I get a set of tires? Do I buy a new car? And so a lot of people are having to do maintenance on their cars because there's nothing there for them to get. And so we had uh, a large increase of members going to our dealers for service work, which it's great for our dealers. They're still seeing our members. Uh, also gives the dealer an opportunity to see a car mm -hmm. and have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. So you also last year launched a CPO program, a certified pre-owned program with Volvo. How did Correct. that work out? That went very, very well. So we did a 60-day offer for our very first time. We had an incentive offer on Volvo XC60, XC90 for the 2019 to 2021 model years. Okay. Uh, so members could get a certificate and go to their Volvo dealer, uh, find a CPO Volvo, and apply a, a $1,250 savings to that Volvo. Um, like I say, first time we did it, so you know, not exactly sure what we were getting ourselves into, but <laughs> it was very successful. Uh, dealers were very happy, members were happy, uh, and it opened up um, a new avenue to let members know about CPO. We, we've had a CPO component, what mm. we call select pre-owned, okay. is, is what we call our used car pre-owned program. 
and that is for our, our dealers that, that stock certified pre-owned cars mm -hmm. of their of their manufacturer plus anything else they may have might be an off-brand but as long as it has six months 6,000 miles of the bumper to bumper left on the vehicle okay um, those two types of vehicles qualify so we've had that and that really has gotten a lot of uh, mem additional member interest you know can't find a new car let's go to the next best thing uh, and so then that uh, morphed into a certified offering through a manufacturer with an added incentive. So, uh, and looking to do more of those, hopefully for 2023, I could kind of figure that's where <laughs> that's, you be. I was going to ask you anymore. So um, nothing to announce at this point. N nothing to do, uh, announce, but we are actively looking, um, trying to put some more offers together. Uh, we have more offers coming uh, for new car. Uh, we currently have a Cadillac offer going on right now uh, for January and February. Uh, members get an additional $1,000 on most Cadillacs. We could probably guess what Cadillacs aren't included. That would be Escalade and Black Wings. Uh, you know, I'd like to have myself a Black Wing. That would yeah. be kind of fun. Taking $1,000 off of it would help too. Yeah, exactly. That's a, it's not a, not a cheap ride. E exactly. But like I say, that runs through the end of uh, February. Okay. And then uh, stay tuned. There'll be more things announced for uh, going in March, April, May. So. Well... Separate from the specific programs, what is your thoughts? What is what's your view of 2023? Are you are you upbeat? Are you are you wary? Uh, there's a lot of mixed signals out there. Um, I'm upbeat, and what's driving my upbeat is our engagement with dealers, uh, twofold. One, dealers looking to come on the program. Uh, usually, when they want to come on the program, there's inventory to be had and inventory to be sold, and then also the dealers that. Um, uh, are currently on our program are starting to add more models of member value because everything that we do has to have a member value tied to mm -hmm. it and when there's no vehicles to be sold as we talked about there wasn't a member value available if it's not if the vehicle's not available right. so we're starting to see more inventory more dealers adding more models of vehicles it's slow mm -hmm. but it's coming and it's coming by manufacturer it, it, it is varying a little bit and yeah, I mean, we know like the Toyota Lexus thing we just heard there, they're down at four days supply. Right. Um, so they're still uh, out, out of the game. But some of the other brands are building up 60 days supply. Yeah, and, and we're seeing those vehicles starting to come to market and starting to come back to the program. You've been doing this for, I mean, Costco Auto, Costco Auto Program has been around for like 30 years, I think. 1989, hard to believe. Yeah, right. Talk about time flying. Yeah. So. You've been through some cycles. You've seen a few things. Mm -hmm. um, if the economy gets worse, does Costco do better? Yes, because you think about the type of member that shops at Costco. Mm -hmm. They're a higher demographic, so a lot of times they're not affected as much as, say, the general population of the United States. They have all good jobs. Um, so they continue coming, and those folks are always looking for value and even when times get tough people are always looking for more value and that's where the program comes in has a great advantage do you think do you worry about a recession on the horizon you know there's or so just over the or just that higher interest rates will kill demand or make make vehicles unaffordable i, th I, I think the higher interest rates are going to slow some people down mm -hmm. and you know whether they're some people are just going to have to buy a vehicle but are they going to buy a vehicle as contented as they might have mm -hmm. You know they might you know look you know uh, down a model or so. Right. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how everybody reflect. And then some people might just say to heck with it. I want my high trim level and and go from there. Uh, what's interesting about a Costco member 
is we skew to the higher model lines. So when we do these special offers, like Cadillac, the higher trim levels are generally the most popular. So one last uh, one before I let you go. Um, do you have any? Do you have EVs, or are they s too scarce to really be uh, be offered through the, your no, program? No, we are doing well with EVs. An interesting thing for our Q4 offering for. Um, Chevrolet and Volvo, we had an EV for each of the brand. We had the Chevrolet Bolt, um, did very, very well. Uh, we had, um, uh, that was a thousand dollar incentive. And then we had the Volvo C40 for a 60 day window. We had that for November and, uh, November and December with 1250. And, and again, that did very well. It represented about 7% of our volume for our fourth quarter offerings were EV sales. Wow. Which, which is kind of interesting when they said overall last year EV registrations was a little over 5%, yep. and, you know, almost creeping up to six. So we're right there, but you know, we're a little ahead of the curve. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. Our members, we have a very high interest rate in looking at EVs. Um, we've done EV offerings uh, before with Audi and been successful. We did, I believe that was 2020, if I remember correctly, with the uh, e-trons. Uh, e yeah. Um, we've done Volvo XC40 back in 21, and again, mm -hmm. very, very uh, successful with the recharge, the, the BEV right. XC40. Uh, so. Okay, Jay Maxwell, General Manager of Strategic Partnerships for Costco Auto Program. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Jamie. It's always good seeing you. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. And I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to Automotive News coordinating producer Jake Neer, as well as our own Michael Martinez, CJ Moore, and EJ Schultz of Ad Age for their help on today's podcast. You can get the latest news on retail, marketing, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Come back tomorrow for my conversation with NADA board member and Gilchrist Auto Group president, Charlie Gilchrist. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.